Talk Live. I'm your host, Jeff Deverter. Now here at Cloud Talk, we strive to help decode the ever-changing world of technology to help you apply it to your business so that hopefully you'll have one more tool in your arsenal to help you improve your business and those around you. Now this recording is from our Cloud Talk Live event, which happens almost every Tuesday and Thursday at 8.30 a.m. Central Time on the Rackspace LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter accounts. Be sure to come and watch us there and join the conversation live with us in real time. Your participation helps drive the conversation. Now, let's get on with today's show. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Cloud Talk Live. Guys, I'm so glad that you're here today. Oh, are we going to have fun? This is going to be a first for us on this program. We actually have so many people who are going to come on today. You're going to have a great time. But before we get into that, the usual stuff, please introduce yourself. This is a conversation. We want to hear from you out there. And uh, and if you want to reach us, the, the email address, as always, folks, is solve at rackspace.com. Now, when you send that, it comes to both me as well as the whole production team over here uh, to, to uh, the whole crew. So we will receive your email. We'll action on it. And uh, who knows what will happen? Uh, you know, you may have a have an idea for the show and we will follow up with you and, um, and maybe even do it. Well, uh, as I mentioned, we've got an amazing episode here today. Now, as you also know, this year we started taking the audio from uh, from these Cloud Talk Lives and we send them over to our Cloud Talk podcast channel. Well, there is an amazing uh, new podcast over there. In fact, we uncover uh, and dig into the Log4j uh, vulnerability in depth. In fact, we do that with one of the guests that's on this very podcast today. Hey, looks like we got some folks shouting out here. We've got Ashish, who's a senior business consultant. Mark is here, uh, advanced learning and research in Virginia. So glad that you are here. Also, Sean's here. Glad you're here, Sean. Mr. Gardner, we're due for a breakfast, Sean. Let's get that booked. All right, uh, let's get into This Week in the Cloud. This is all the news that is news that you need to know about. And it starts with an article that I found called The Cloud Shift May Be Accelerating Edge uh, as Edge Extends to On-Premises Facilities. Now, this is a super interesting article because, you know, we all know the phrase software is eating the world. And, and that is still very, very much true. In fact, the next article has to deal with software. And, but what this talks about is this wholesale move, not just necessarily out to the cloud. We're tired of that story. But it's a story. Hey, Bill Clark's here. Kent, Clark, Kent's here. Uh, out to... Um, as people move out to cloud, but they're also more than that, leaving their own data center. So what that ultimately means is they are, uh, as they leave their data center, they're moving into other facilities as well as the cloud. And that's what's helping to facilitate um, uh, this, this move into edge. It's helping with that as well. And it's creating a lot of opportunity in the, uh, in the market for, um, uh, for just a data center space as well, whether you're buying, you know, a cabinet here or there or a cage here or there from from the traditional colo environment or whole data halls, you can go and and um, subscribe to as well. So it's a really interesting space to see how this is changing. It's not just this whole, hey, let's move to the cloud thing, which is a fun place to go. But it's let's just get out of your antiquated data center. And folks, there's a whole lot of reasons to do that. Hey, Daniel Gibson's posting out 
here. He's an eight-month racker. Um, you know, you've heard the word, the phrase, producer Daniel, more than once on this program. Daniel's actually a guest today. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, who else do we have here? We have Lorna is here and uh, lead infrastructure engineer and a 10-year racker. I'm so glad that you are here. We have Kieran. Uh, glad that you're here as well. So I mentioned the second story that we're going to talk about today is about open source. Now, in the cloud era, there's a debate. Where is the role of open source? Because before this, when we go back into the teens and even before that, you know, people were all into the open source because they could just get things done faster by having a leg up with some open source software, making it their own and, and implementing it. Well, as people have moved out into the cloud, the cloud comes with a lot of pre-built stuff that we used to lean on the open source world for. But I, as I read this article, it's, a, it's an interesting read, an opinion piece. Uh, I would uh, agree with the fact that there is absolutely a place for open source software, even more so in the cloud era. You know, even if you think about just a, an, uh, an implementation of containers for your environment, but you want to do so in a cross, either in a cross-cloud environment, on-prem plus cloud, a couple of different clouds, whatever you might want, but, uh, but also um, an environment where you want to go into a single cloud, but you want to have portability. That means you have to solve for a lot of other things. Hey, Pedro, glad that you're here. So, um, so I think open source is alive and well for the foreseeable future. Yay, open source. All right, so with that, let's move on to, um, to what's going on in cloud releases. AWS has AWS backup for Amazon S3. I gotta tell you, I don't think I realized S3 didn't have a backup solution. Back in December, it was in preview. Now it's out for GA, and that means that you can, in any S3 bucket, in any S3 region, select it to be uh, to be uh, backed up and set restore points. Pretty good stuff from AWS. And I know there's a lot of folks with data out there that now don't have to use open source software, maybe to facilitate a backup of their S3, or even do it through replication, but now can do it through traditional backup. Great. Let's move on to Azure public preview. This is an interesting one, guys. So cross-region virtual machine restore points. Now, what this means is, uh, of course, you've had backup for VMs inside of Azure for, for many a live long day. But now you can actually set restore points to other regions. This adds a uh, capability around large disasters for specific either data centers or even regions. So if you've got a very critical application running in, say, U.S. East, sorry if we have an international audience, but we're just going to put it in U.S. East. And uh, But you can set restore points that maybe go into Europe so that should U.S. East suffer a catastrophic issue when, when your machines are, you set them to restore, they actually restore into another region allowing you to bring your application back to life in an environment where um, that's still functioning. So really interesting thing. It's in public preview, let you know when it goes into GA. Now over in Google, we have an update in GA. They have retired CentOS from, uh, from Google and now they're using Rocky Linux. So if you are using CentOS, I encourage you to get rid of those machines and move over to, uh, to, uh, to Rocky Linux. Uh, you'll find links to, to these uh, articles and to learn more specifically about this if you have some CentOS running inside of, uh, inside of your 
uh, Google environment uh, and what how to support those and how to get those migrated over. But you'll find all of those over at rackspace.com slash solve slash 95. Can you believe this is episode 95? That means that next, I think next week, no, the week after, Tuesday, the week after, be our 100th episode. What should we do to celebrate? I don't know. Put a comment down there. Tell me what you think we should do. Hey, we got somebody. Uh, hey, Sean, uh, you got a friend in Philadelphia with, uh, with Daniel. That's always fun. Christopher is here. Christopher, I'm so glad you've joined up. I need to have you on the program. You are such a smart racker. And of course, Mitch is here. Uh, Mitch, you are um, a racker as well. So glad that you're here. All right. Uh, let's progress on job of the day. I, you know, if you're not a racker, you've got, so you're seeing all these rackers that are here. You're feeling a little bit left out. Well, I've got the answer for you. And that is the Rackspace job of the day. I should come up with a little sound stinger for that. Wouldn't that be fun? Uh, all right. So today's job is a product manager for cloud native development and uh, an IoT here inside of Rackspace. Now, what that ultimately means, and one of the reasons I like this role, and I like the, the role of the product manager inside of Rackspace, is it's just not somebody who's smart about the technology, but you actually have, um, you are responsible for both the strategic as well as the revenue objectives for the for it. So what this means is you are tied to sales activity, you are side tied to customer success, and uh, and that means you actually have some teeth in uh, in creating offerings here inside of Rackspace for this one specifically, cloud native development and IoT. Uh, Ajay, you say we say we should have a special guest for our hundredth episode. That's a fantastic idea. Who should we get on here? Hmm, I wonder. Uh, we also have uh, somebody in from McAllen down in South Texas, watching those Starlink uh, launches day by day. Uh, oh, but you're up here in San Antonio. All right, so you can't watch the rocket launches. Sorry. All right, so if you want to learn about this job, head on over to rackspace.com/solve. 95. And as always, folks, when you go to this website, I know you're nervous. I know you're afraid to go there because the, the sales things are going to come up and you're going to have to put some sort of contact information in. Well, for this, you don't. Anything at rackspace.com slash solve, well, 95% of it is, is free for you to use. In fact, it's all free, but there is one or two assets you would have to give us an email address for. But especially 95, there's, there's nothing. Now, if you're applying for a job, <laughs> you're going to have to tell us who you are. All right. Uh, this episode, as well as all, are available uh, in the audio stream for Cloud Talk. It's easy to subscribe. Go to wherever you get your podcast and subscribe up and leave us one of those little reviews and leave a comment there. Tell us you came in from the live stream. All right, folks, let's get into it. We're into our cloud discussion, and this is a very different discussion that we're going to have today. And, uh, and to begin, I want to start with uh, asking if we could just bring in one of our guests. And this guest is Megan Fleming Fretz. So, Megan, come on up to the stage. Megan, welcome. You're on Cloud Talk. How about that? I'm on Cloud Talk. I'm And you're it. muted. Oh, nope, there's your audio. Oh, super. There you go. You're good. You're good. There there's a little delay. Okay. We joked about this before. So folks, you don't know Megan. I know Megan. And Megan has been integral to everything that happens backstage and in prep for this and anything you see posted over on LinkedIn or on socials about these. You like those fun graphics? That's the woman right there who makes them all. Isn't that cool? But Megan, you came to me about a month ago and you said very kindly. In fact, I'll let you say it in your own words. Okay. In my own words, I said, you know, Jeff, we've had a lot of seasoned professionals with valuable knowledge on the program, but we haven't had new, new voices on the program. And so 
I brought that to you and thankfully you were all on board. <laughs> and what she's kindly saying is you bring a bunch of smart old uh, old folks onto the show. Not old <laughs> folks. I mean, we're seasoned. We've been around a while. Uh, and so what we wanted to do today is to shine a light on some of those folks who are new working inside of technology. You know, we're doing the women in tech stuff. The, so we're, we're focusing on women going through their, their technology career. We do that uh, the first Tuesday of every month. Here's a little preview. Every episode in, in March, uh, and this is this was Megan's idea. She's a smart, smart person. I'm glad to have her on the team. Is she said, hey, hey, Jeff, you know, uh, uh, March is Women's History Month. Maybe we could do something special. I said, why not dedicate every episode to women in tech? And so that's what we have for you. But she also came up with this one, and that is, let's have a conversation with folks who are new in their technology career and uh, and talk about a little bit about that, how they got into it. Did they intend to go into technology? Did they stumble into technology? And, uh, and Cindy, you've got, uh, or Megan, you've got a friend in Cindy up there. Hey, let's bring Cindy's comment up real quick. Um, <laughs> if, if we could, um, somebody who's in control of that. So proud of Megan Fretz. Uh, I was her professor at Texas State. Oh, that's so exciting. We often have young alumni as guest speakers. I love the topic and her idea as well. So it was her idea. So thanks so much, Cindy, for being here and encouraging and for teaching Megan all of her smarts. But uh, so Megan, let's start with you before we bring the rest of the crew up. We'll let a little bit of a, of a light shine on you for a second. Did you, did you as, as, as a young, young, young little five-year-old going into school for the first time think, ah, technology, that's where I want to be? <laughs> Uh, actually I did not. Uh, and I think, I think I never really thought that I would end up in tech, but I'm glad that I ended up here because like you've always said on this program, at this point, most companies are a tech company yeah. in some level because you have to be, you have to have, you know, certain levels of security because everything's online when you're shopping, you don't want people to take your information. Like there's, there's just, every company has some sort of tech element. Um, and so, no, I did not, but however, some of my other friends on this program did. So it's yeah. cool to have all of us have unique perspectives. Yeah. Because even inside of technology companies, there are, I'll call them non-tech things. So I put up this, this job of the day was, you know, like my job for cloud native development and IOT. That's a pretty technical job. And you had to have a lot of years of experience to, to pull in and do that. Uh, Megan, of course, in charge of our social work here and meaning everything that happens on LinkedIn, on Twitter and, and YouTube as well, as well as helping to produce and to um, steer the ship for, for this, this program as well. Now, in saying that, there's a lot of technology that you use. In fact, technology is the heart of everything that you do outside of the ideas. It's how you implement everything. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, let's bring your friends up. You, you pulled this amazing panel together. Let's uh, let's bring them up to stage. But while they're coming up, I have to ask, there's somebody who's encouraged you here saying that so proud of Megan, and that's Grant Fretz. And I notice a similarity in names. <laughs> What's the relationship? That would be my supportive husband. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The living room. Oh, so <laughs> So, Grant, we're so proud of what Megan does for us and thankful that she's here. Uh, and you've got a winner here. So um, let's let's roll around uh, the stage here and meet some folks. And I'm just going to go in no particular order other than across my screen because it makes it easy for me. And we'll start with uh, Mr. Jaster. Uh, Brandon, you've been on the audio-only podcast before, but why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Absolutely. My name is Brandon Jaster. I've been with Rackspace for coming up on about six years now. I currently work on our internal cyber threat and vulnerability analysis team. So my job is basically to, to beat the bad guys at their own game before 
anything bad can happen. And I've so been loving are, it ever since. And you are a very busy, busy person. I've, yeah, I've been involved in a couple of things while I've been here, but it's a lot of fun and I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. So thank oh, that's you. fantastic. Now, uh, now, as I mentioned, you've been on the podcast. In fact, the most recent episode is one that I announced earlier is where we deconstruct the challenges and the situation around Log4j. So if you guys are interested in that, just head over to, um, to Rackspace.com slash cloud talk. You'll find it there. Or of course, just subscribe to the podcast. Cough. All right. Um, so, uh, Brandon, glad that you are here. Gert. Let's uh, let's bring you up to stage. And Gert, I was thinking about you on Sunday while I watched the Olympics and the closing ceremonies, and they announced where the next uh, Winter Olympics was going to be. So maybe you can you can tell the world about that. Too. Super super excited about that, and, and glad you bring it up. But Drew and I actually just had this conversation yesterday uh, about it being in Milan in Italy. Um, excited to maybe possibly be back. The Alps are great, and uh, I lived in Italy for ten years. A great place to go if you haven't visited yet. Um, but no, thank you for having me today, Jeff. Super excited to be here with the team. My name is Gert Bardelli. I'm a briefing program manager here at Rackspace and the Customer Success Center and been here for almost two years now uh, and was an intern prior to this. So uh, my, my role day to day is I, I, I talk to folks internally uh, and also folks externally uh, to make their experience here at Rackspace the best it can be. That's so awesome. Super excited to be on today. Hey, glad you're here. And I love that you... Um uh, that you called it, that you started as an intern. Megan started as an intern. And uh, and speaking of interns, that brings me to a name you're familiar with, and I say producer Daniel. Uh, but Daniel Gibson is on the program today. And Daniel is just, he's close. He's close to graduating out of this, this intern label. But Daniel, I'm glad to have you on the camera this time. I'm glad to be on the other end of things. It's, uh, it's weird not being producer Daniel for once. But I'm, a, I'm an eight-month racker, uh, still an intern, and I graduate next month, so I'm excited. That's right. So you are, when he says graduate, he, you know, he's done his undergrad. He's finishing a, a master's program. Why don't you pitch where you are right now? Why don't, you, why don't you tell the good folks about the great program? So I'm at Drexel University's LeBeau College of Business, and I, I couldn't have been more thankful to have been accepted there and to be you know, three weeks away from graduation at this point. Um, I've learned so much. You know, I was a, a Spanish teacher before this. So this is a total career change for me. And it just goes to show that, you know, you don't need an extremely technical background to be pretty successful in the tech world. That's right. In fact, we Megan made the mention of the fact that I repeat, in fact, it should be a drinking game that every company is a tech company now. And, uh, and, um, and, and so it's a great time to be working for a tech company because the services are in such high demand as companies are going through this, this great transformation. So um, as you've had exposure and a lot of exposure, because you are the underpinning of, of so much of oh, you're my right hand man. You, you help me get everything done from from podcast posting to this event, uh, publishing it and and producing it as well as so many other things. Um, there's a lot of areas in technology. And, and for you, I'll ask the first question. What's the one area that really jumps out going, wow, I never knew I'd be excited about this part. Part of technology, hmm. I would say just the the vastness of applications. And, and as as you said, uh, I'm grateful to have been a part of this thought leadership program because it's really helped onboard me um, to go from somebody that had a pretty basic technical acumen to somebody that um, kind of understands a few things now. I could say confidently, um, but just the vast applications of it. So what what drew me to tech was that I'm, I'm like a problem solver, and I. You know, it's it's hard to find a solution that doesn't have a technical component these days. It just makes That's, things easier. 
It does. It just makes things easier. Awesome. Great answer. Hey, Drew, let's pop over to you. Uh, everyone, uh, welcome Drew Crichton to the program. Drew, what do you do here? Tell me about your background. Hey, Jeff. Thanks for having me. And it's good to be here with everybody. Uh, so I joined Rockspace about two years ago um, as a entry-level sales. And uh, it was my first job right out of the University of Houston. Super proud uh, to, to be accepted into Rackspace. And it's been such a great journey for me. Uh, similar to a lot of the other people on the call, I did not have a tech background whatsoever. Um, but in sales, I quickly learned that it's important just to be able to, you know, you don't have to be a complete expert about technology. You just have to know and apply what Rackspace teaches you or whatever company you're working for with a great training program teaches you. And then ask good questions and be able to talk to business. So Sales is a great journey, and um, I would encourage anyone who's thinking about sales and tech, reach out to me or anybody on this call. We'd love to have a conversation with you. Uh, but as far as my personal journey, I've had such a great experience so far. So it's been great. Drew, you're such a sales guy. Hey, if you want to learn about sales, just contact me. I'm yeah, I can tell you. You got, you got to put a plug in there for your own LinkedIn, right? That's right. That's right. So smart. Well, I'm glad that you're here. And, uh, you know, I've helped you and Gert, uh, who's come out of University of Houston as well. Um, just in going back and, you know, t- you, you let me present to them at one point, which was a really brave move. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and that was great fun. So, uh, uh, Somebody's having trouble with the stream. I'm not sure what's going on there. All right. Uh, I was about to introduce Julia, but I've just had pause. Megan's grandmother is watching the stream. I'm so excited at this point. Uh, uh, Mary, we're so glad that you're here and we're so proud of your granddaughter. She's doing great work over here. Uh, And... um, and that's that's awesome. I'm glad that you're watching. But with that, we got to go over to Julia. Uh, last but absolutely not least is Julia Lopez. And uh, and so Julia, welcome to the program. You also help a lot with this program. In fact, if you guys have gone to rackspace.com/slash whatever that number is, you know that's Julia who's filling those out every day. And it's Julia who's messaging me the day before, going, "Hey Jeff, send me those links. I'm happy to to get it all up because I'm late usually." So Julia, tell uh, uh, welcome to the program. Tell us who you are, what you do, and where you're, you know your little bit of your background. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. So my name is Julia Lopez, and I'm a digital marketing specialist here at Rackspace Technology. So what that means is all things web.com, that's me. So all the edits and updates and changes, um, landing pages, et cetera, I'm that go-to person to kind of go in there. Um, So yeah, as Jeff mentioned, I do help with the Solve landing pages, so go check it out. It has some awesome resources. And I also was an intern, so I've been here for about eight months, but went full-time in January. So I'm happy to be here and a great crew today. Awesome. We're so glad that that you are here. Hey, what was your your degree major? Uh, Julia? Um, I graduated from UTSA with a bachelor's in marketing. In marketing. Okay. And so again, I'll also, I'll ask you the question. Did you think you would be in, in a high tech company when, uh, when going through school? Um, so yeah, funny story, actually Rackspace technology. I've been wanting to work here since about ninth grade. Really? Um, yeah. So I've been wanting to be here and participate in what Rackspace technology does ever since I was in ninth grade. So it wasn't necessarily about going into a tech company. It was just going to Rackspace technology. Um, So it's a great story and um, I'm glad I'm here. Well, we're so glad that you are here. And and everyone, just sort of take a look at the the faces here on the screen. Not, not mine, of course. I'm old and I've been around for a long time. But but this is this is what it looks like at a high tech company when when you come walking around Rackspace or or ones like us. 
And uh, and while I make the statement all the time that that every company is a tech company, uh, when you work for a when you work for a designated tech company, holy cow, things move fast. They're very exciting. Um, you're at the center of so much that's happening, and uh, and it, it it is an amazing place to be right now because the eyes of the world are on companies like Rackspace uh, and others. Now we have all Rackers on here today, so don't don't take this as a pitch necessarily for Rackspace. <laughs> although it is a great place to work. Um, but, but look at it also through the lens of if you are, say you're, you're, you're teaching in uh, collegiately or even in high school um, as a way to encourage folks to head into the tech field because there is so much, so much opportunity. Now, one of those areas where there's there's huge opportunity is in cybersecurity. So I'm going to bring Brandon back up for just a second. And uh, and and Brandon, I want to ask you a little bit about your background in cyber before coming to Rackspace. Super deep, uh, super shallow, not at all. How did how did you get into this space? Yeah, absolutely. So funny enough, I I always kind of had an interest in both business and technology. Um, and I I went to UTSA through their College of Business and their cybersecurity programs, both undergraduate and graduate. Um, and I, I got involved with the uh, cybersecurity community through some of the, the clubs and associations on campus and, and really just went from general IT and business to specifically cybersecurity and business right. uh, and really haven't looked back ever since. Uh, I've really enjoyed the space. Um, I, I think for me, I, I did go through several internships during uh, my, my college time, and I would definitely recommend that for anyone else that's uh, working to get started. I think it's an invaluable way to sort of get your foot in the door, get some uh, experience, get some perspective on uh, how the real world really works once you're outside of academia. Um, yeah, because it is it is super it is super different once once you get out. So I love the fact that you kind of looked at the at the wideness of technology, but you you had a, an inkling towards towards uh, security. And what's interesting is is from the outside looking in, myself watching Brandon do what he does. You know, in his role, he has to have solid business sense as well as the security sense as well to be able to help companies not only strategize around how to beat the bad guys, but in dealing with it once the bad guys maybe maybe get a foothold, kind of kind of. In. Uh, and I want to shift over now uh, uh, to, uh, to pro oh, I can't call him producer Daniel, I slipped up right there, to Daniel Gibson. Now, Daniel came into this with, uh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell a bit of his backstory, you know, as he's going through the first part or getting into to grad school, you, you, you just blasted out a bunch of internships, you know, hey, uh, anybody who will take me, and we grabbed him up, I mean, as quick as we could, we grabbed him up. Uh, and you've had through this program, a lot of exposure into all sorts of different tech. Um, but but what's capturing your attention in technology? Two questions. What's capturing your attention in technology? Is it cyber? Is it apps? Is it data? Is it whatever it might be? But then the second part is, is it a little less intimidating now that you're on the inside as opposed to the outside going, oh my gosh, I'm going to go work for a multi-billion technology company? So what's capturing my attention, I'd say, is, is probably data more than anything because I'm, I'm doing a class right now uh, working with Tableau, so getting pretty familiar with data and visualization. I mean, it's something that's omnipotent as well. You know, it's it's everywhere and it's, it's sold over and over and over again. Um, but then I'd say, uh, you know, I just kind of stumbled into the, this this industry and I'm, I'm happy that I did. It's it's consuming a lot of my my time and my day. I'm watching YouTube videos and reading a lot. So I'm thankful for that. 
we've converted him. It's so awesome. Uh, we've made him one of us, uh, and you'll never look back because you know it's a great place to be. But Megan, I want to jump over to you for just a second. And uh, and when we were getting ready to, to preparing for for this episode, and and I asked you the question: Do you think you'll work in high tech kind of forever? Or and this 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 really is the same question in two parts. What drew you to Rackspace, and what do you think might draw you to that next role after that? Yeah, so what drew me to Rackspace is definitely, it wasn't the fact that it was a tech company. Uh, you know, most people have often heard about the culture at Rackspace, but what really stood out to me was, I think in 2019, it, I saw a bunch of Rackers actually volunteer for another place I was interning with, uh, which was an animal shelter, and they helped, and they brought a, brought a big whole group and helped with the Big Fix event. And I was like, you know, I want to work for a company that actually, you know, goes out and helps the community rather than says that they do. And I saw that in action. And so that is truly what drew, like, drew me to Rackspace and to apply here. Um, and then as far as, you know, my next step, <laughs> I think coming out of college, I just graduated in August. And, you know, obviously I didn't have any tons of career corporate experience Uh this job has given me all of that experience and you know like i said being in a tech company there's truly so much that you can learn to then start your career off like all of us have and then go into other places and bring the tech mindsets that we've learned here so i don't know what my next step would be i i'm pretty content where i'm at right now but uh yeah that's where i'm at all right. But I love the fact that you you were attracted to a company for their outreach stuff. And it, I'll use this as a bit of a shameless plug. I think it's next week we have an episode coming out on Rackspace's corporate giving and corporate um, philanthropy uh, program uh, led uh, the interviews with the person who led that uh, from its inception for about 10 or 11 years. So it's going to be a great one. Encourage you to go check that out. Hey, um, I'm going to go to Gert now for just a second because uh, Gert's career uh, had a couple little different hops as he came into Rackspace directly out of school. And and, uh, and it calls out the fact that when you may be choosing a career, you know, find one inside of an organ, find an organization that gives you some flexibility of moving around. So, Gert, why don't you talk about kind of your your path as you came into Rackspace? Of course. And, and thank you for that, Jeff. No, I've uh, well, for the year and a half I've been here since last August, I did start my career in sales with Drew. Uh, so I was lucky enough to be on the same team as him. And and I'm also going to throw a plug in there. We also have been roommates for a while, which was also the cool part, being roommates and working. So is he in like in the company. next room over right now? Uh, uh, right now he's not no we're in different places today but usually yes he is uh, but no i started my career uh, as an inside sales representative actually uh, so making cold calls talking to, uh, to different folks uh, trying to get new logos to come into rackspace and work with us and, and figure out why rackspace uh, would be a good place to work um, and then through my time here um, I actually, a big reason I did join the team that I'm even here today was uh, through Jeff. I talked to Jeff about uh, why the switch to global marketing and in the customer success center uh, could be good for my future and what I want to do. Um, and so I made somewhat of a horizontal and vertical jump uh, mm -hmm. to go to global marketing, but still have a focus in sales because sales is my passion. Yeah. So I went from being aligned to a lot of great sales folks and as an ISR and in private equity to not being able to help every salesperson and rack spaces for the need to, uh, to help them close the deals that they need to. 
So, yeah, well, it's, and it's I'm going to brag on, on Gert for just a second as well, because he reached out to me earlier in his career here just because he wanted me to tell the Rackspace story to him. And <clears throat> and he said, well, maybe sometime in the future we could we could talk again. I said, well, set it up quarterly. Let's let's visit. So so what I want to encourage the rest of you guys to do is even regardless of where you are in your career, you know, find that mentor. <laughs> Gert, for some reason, chose me, but find that mentor uh, <laughs> or that person that you can you know bounce ideas off and. Uh, and, and, and absolutely help you and be a guide to you as you, as you look at how you want to progress in the career. Cause when Gert was looking at that change, you know, he came to me and said, can I pretend to interview with you? And, uh, and, and that was a really fun conversation because I got to beat him up a little bit in a very safe way that, uh, before the interview, which was great. For there us. you go. Feedback. <laughs> the greatest thing you could ever give and get someone is feedback. Hey, we're going long, but I'm having fun and people are still talking. So let's go over to Drew for, for one second. Uh, I've got another question for Drew. So Drew, you came out of school. You're like, I'm a salesman. I'm going to go sell. You're following that, that hardcore path, but you're selling inside of tech. How did, how did all that happen? Yeah, no, great question. So I went to school for sales, so I knew that's where I wanted to go um, and kind of got my tech acumen uh, foundation as an ISR Rackspace Um and then had the opportunity to move on to uh, the IB commercial organization. Um, so that's our current IB is install base. By the, those who don't know our acronyms. Thank you. Sorry, I'm I'm plugged into my brain to just use acronyms all the I time. I know it. Uh, but yeah, working with current customers has been great so far. Um, and it really just to to speak on your question, that all happened for me kind of. I don't want to say randomly, but it was really more about the company fit to me personally than anything when I was graduating. Um, Rackspace aligned to a lot of my personal values and, and where I was, uh, you know, my career aspirations led me. Um, so, and I, I think tech is an awesome industry. I still do. Um, but yeah, it was more so about the company. And then since I've been here, I've just had like, once again, it's been a great journey, but, but yeah, it was kind of, um, it kind of happened by chance, but not really. It was more to do with just my personal uh, values and alignment. Got it. That makes that makes perfect sense. Um, well, folks, we really are starting to run out of time, but I do want to call out just a couple of uh, comments that we're seeing out there. So Evelyn's, you know, super proud of you guys. You're doing a great job. Calls out Groot, Drew and, and Gert. Go, go Cougs. All right, Coops. And uh, uh, and then uh, Gabriel, let's go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And um, congrats on Julia for setting a goal and achieving it. Uh, Isabel and Olivia, super proud of this, of the panel. Um, you know, you guys uh, have a lot of fans out there and that's, you know, it's because, you know, you come in and now it's, it's my chance to sort of editorialize about these, about this team that's here. You know, this is a group that came in uh, with, with eyes wide open. And a willing hand and a heart to kind of and brain to get in and do whatever needed to be done and learn what needed to be done. And we just threw stuff at them. Uh, and you know what? They took it and they ran with it and they made it their own. Uh, guys, what, 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 what companies are looking for, if you're looking for a new role, if you're young in your career, what companies are looking for are people just like the folks on the bottom of this, this screen right here who are excited about what they get to do. Of course, they're excited about a paycheck, but they're excited to drive an outcome, uh, wherever that might be, you know, Brandon Diggy taking his business and technology and his security, uh, acumen now leads a team of people here at Rackspace to do this, this stuff. Uh, you know, Daniel is, is, uh, I can't tell you how much stuff I've thrown at him and he's just sort of had to figure out uh, and the two of us just sort of stumble through the day and we get it all done. And, uh, and Megan, who's come in uh, and, you know, started as an intern helping on uh, a woman named Brooke, who's now out on maternity leave, go Brooke. And, um, and your new baby. Uh, and, uh, 
Uh, and now as Brooke is out, she's, she's kind of taken over all of that stuff. And uh, they've been, they've, all of these have been small progressions, but guys, they're now in, in leadership positions, large and small at the organization. Drew now out there responsible for a quota and driving business in. Gert now, when he says he's, he, he gets to help all salesmen, guys, we have this, this customer experience center and that customer experience center is the flagship experience when we bring these companies in, whether they're existing customers or new ones to drive meaningful engagements with Rackspace. And Drew is the guy who, who quarterbacks that entire thing for these things. It's a huge opportunity. And Julia is the face of our digital stuff happening on .com. So she's, she's got a huge amount of, uh, of responsibility there as well. And I couldn't be prouder of this team. I get to work with them uh, and some of them literally daily, hourly, some of them a little longer in between, but they're doing great stuff for us here at Rackspace. If you have any questions about what working at Rackspace or a tech company, guys, it's not a, a, a sales thing for Rackspace. Uh, reach out to all of them. You see their names. They're all on LinkedIn. They're all on the other platforms. Um, go find them. Go ask them questions. Engage with them uh, and, uh, and, and learn a little bit about what it's like to work for a tech company. Uh, I do want to also give a little bit of a plug for, um, for some more of the security work that Brandon does. He was on another episode we did back in October. It will be linked. It's not yet. Give me, give me the afternoon. <laughs> give me, give Julie the afternoon to get it posted. Uh, cause she's the one who does all that anyway. And, uh, we'll get a link to that, that podcast episode as well. Everyone, I'm so glad that you're here today and I'm going to let you get on to your day. We are over by like six minutes, but who cares? This has been a great conversation. Um, team, thank you for being here. This, uh, Megan, was a great idea and you guys executed flawlessly. Thank you, thank so, you so much, much for, for having, having us. Jeff. Oh yeah. All right. So folks, uh, this is our Brady Bunch uh, screen and uh, we're going to, we're going to pull the plug on it for today and, uh, and hope everyone has an amazing day. We're back here on Thursday. Everyone, thanks for your encouragement. We've had, we've had, we've had husbands, we've had past teachers, we've had grandmothers, we've had friends, we've had uh, uh, past teachers. It's, it's fantastic. Thanks everyone for being here. And we're back on Thursday. We will talk to you next. Uh, well, on Thursday, we'll be back. Have a great day, everybody. Have a good one. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Cloud Talk Live. Now here at Cloud Talk, we strive to help decode the ever-changing world of technology to help you apply it to your business so that hopefully you'll have one more tool in your arsenal to help improve your business and those around you. Now, this was a live event, which happens almost every Tuesday and Thursday at 8.30 a.m. Central Time on the Rackspace LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter accounts. Be sure to watch us there and join the conversation live with us. Now, if you haven't already subscribed, I'd encourage you to do so and maybe even give us one of those five-star reviews. These episodes can be found anywhere podcasts are found. Until next time, I'm Jeff DeVerter for Cloud Talk and Cloud Talk Live.